Hey listener, my name is Data and you're welcome to Data's Coin. If this is the first time you listen to this podcast, Data's Coin is all about inspiration. But specifically, it's all about you fulfilling purpose. And the way to fulfill purpose is basically dunam your potential yes i said dunam you heard me right and i know you're wondering what dunam is all about dunam is basically an acronym for discover understand nurture utilize and maximize your potential yeah i came up with that i mean gracias 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 but basically that is the purpose of data square that's what the brand is all about that's basically that's what data's brand is all about and data's coin is just one of the expressions of data so data's coin is a podcast that helps you do know your potential in achieving your life's purpose and we'll talk about potential you're talking about your skills your talent everything positive inside of you your energy so, you know some things are neither positive nor negative they're just basically energy so it depends on how you channel it that um, determines whether it is going to be good or bad. So I said a series last week talking about leadership, talking about you leading yourself. And I explained what makes you a leader, which is basically your responsibility, influence, and the fact that you have a purpose, you have a skill, and you're unique in your right. And today I'm going to take it up a step further. And I'll be talking about something I called natural born leaders. What does it mean to be a natural born leader? You know, a lot of people say some people are, uh, some leaders are naturally born. And some people say, uh, a school of thought also says some leaders, leaders are not born, leaders are made. And that's what I'm going to talk about today. How does this affect us? What does it mean? But first of all, I'm going to start by describing what leadership is. Leadership basically is exercising of influence over others on behalf of the leader's purposes, aims, or goals. Like you see influence coming back into play here. Yeah? There's no way you talk about leadership and you don't talk about influence. And in as much as you have influence over someone, then you are a leader. And in as much as you have a purpose, you could see purpose also coming back into play. In as much as you have a purpose, there's a goal, there's a vision. Because one of the things that makes a leader is the fact that he can see a vision, he has a goal, and he's doing everything possible to achieve that goal. Yeah, basically. So having laid that foundation, now what makes a natural-born leader or makes leadership easy for some? You know, some people, when it comes to leadership, now I'm talking about holding a leadership post, the number of people, and they choose one person to be their leader, to actually lead them. That's what I'm talking about right now. For some, it's easy for some. Some people just naturally, every time they find themselves in a gathering of more than one person, they just find themselves leading them into something. They just find everybody looking up to them and all that. And what really makes them that person? Is it a calling? Is it inborn? And I came up with three things, three things basically. So, great man theory and trait theories believe that people inherit certain qualities and traits that make them better suited to leadership. So, it is a trait. For some, it is a trait. It is a quality that they inherited from their parents, from their grandparents. That's why you see some, in those days when you talk about the monarchical form of government, most times it is the son of a king that becomes a king. Because some of the traits that the king the father had or the mother had is inborn it's passed down to their children so for some people it is inborn we can dispute the fact that some people are born with natural traits and qualities that makes them leaders the second thing that makes people 
natural-born leaders or makes leadership easier for them. It's an environmental factor. Yeah, we're talking about the environment, the background, the society in which they grew up in. So, for example, people that were born into a situation, an environment that naturally there is no leader. An example of a lady who she had a younger sister and their father left them when they were young and the mother was a drug addict. So, naturally, she assumed a position of leader, meaning she took responsibility over her younger sister as she started taking care of her younger sister and even taking care of her mother. So, some people naturally, because of the situations around them, because of the environment they are in, because there is a vacuum space of responsibility, they just naturally find themselves filling that position be it in the society, be it in the family, wherever it is. So naturally, some people just fall into the situation of leadership. They didn't ask for it. They never lobbied for being a leader. It just naturally fell on them. And as they grew up, they had that understanding that, look, I am a leader. I have to take leadership. I have to take responsibility. I have influence. So that's why you see a lot of people being independent. They feel like I'm independent, which doesn't actually mean you're a leader. Independence doesn't equate leadership. That's the topic for another day. Now, the third point I would like to make that makes people feel like they're naturally born leaders or that supports the motion that some people are naturally born leaders or makes leadership easy for them is the fact that people have been given responsibility right from a tender age. The second point talks about there is a vacuum space and you just naturally find yourself filling that position because you don't want to see things deteriorate. Now, the third option is the fact that a lot of children have been given the responsibility. Now, it was laid upon them. For example, I remember when I was young, I was about 15 to 16 years old, thereabouts. I remember my mom called me and she said, look, you are the head of the family. And I remember like, okay, why would you say I'm the head of the family? My dad is there. I mean, I'm just 16 years old. What does that... So ever since then, I've always carried this response... I have this responsibility over my siblings, over my mom, over my family. The point she was trying to make there was, look, you need to start taking responsibilities over your family. So right from a tender age, some people have been given the responsibility. So these are the motions. These are the three things I believe that support the motion that... People are naturally born leaders or people find leadership, people find leadership easy. And if you look at all these things, most of what I spoke about has to do with the fact that right from a tender age, they've been given responsibilities. There's a vacuum space and that responsibility, taking up responsibility from a tender age helps build a mentality of leadership, a mentality of taking responsibility, basically. So, moving on, there are certain inborn characteristics that predispose people to be and become leaders. There is a significant difference between learning a skill and mastering one, in the same way that others are born with amazing musical gifts and athletic talents. It's the same way some people are born with some skills and some people learn some skills, in which leadership is a major crux of it you know they will excel naturally in these areas but others would be like fish out of water and may struggle to get to the same point so people are born are naturally born leaders it is in them but in as much as people are naturally born leaders there's still a place of building oneself the argument between who is a better footballer messi or ronaldo 
would always go on forever. And one major difference is that everybody knows that Messi is more skillful than Ronaldo. He has more natural abilities than Ronaldo. But one thing that has made Ronaldo stand out is the fact that he has learned to master his skills very, very well. Like his rate of discipline, his rate of tenacity, um, training is very, very, very high to him. Very, very high. So sometimes training the discipline outweighs even your natural gift if you don't work on it. Now imagine if people are born and naturally born leaders and some people are artificial leaders in quotes. Born line leaders are different to made on artificial leaders. All remarkable leaders have great history behind them. They were leaders from the onset of their journey. And that's going to be one of the, the, the major focal points that I'm going to be talking about. Born natural leaders are different to made artificial leaders. And all remarkable leaders have great history behind them. They were leaders from the onset of their journey. Now look at all the great leaders in history. You'd realize that there is a story behind them. And that is one of the points I'm going to be making in the next episode. But one thing I just want you to take out of this episode is the fact that you need to know and understand that, look, these people are natural. They find it easy. And it's not because they have two heads. One of the major reasons is because of how they grew up. So don't beat yourself up if you don't know how to lead yourself or you don't know how to build on yourself. Just realize that, look, whether you're a born leader or you are not a born leader, you need to understand something. When you master your skill, when you master that skill very well, it most likely, in fact, it is going to outweigh someone that is naturally born a leader. So irrespective, just know that you can learn the skill and you can be a master at leading, most importantly, leading yourself. And that's the end of today's episode of Diddle's Coin. Make sure you listen to the previous episodes I've recorded thus far. And the next episode that I said, I'm going to be building on what I've talked about on this episode. Bye for now. 